Come on, Zealous, make some noise in the house. Come on. <laughs> I want you guys to switch on that video, pop that chat up and blow it up by saying, praise the Lord. Come on, do that. Put it on the chat and say, praise the Lord. God is good. Come on, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you got to be grateful to the Lord for life, for life. I want to tell you something. This, uh, you know, many people have lost their lives. I've been uh, in New York and this has really been the epicenter of the COVID-19. So many people at some, at some point, about 800 to 900 people dying every single day. And I want to tell you, I, I just look back at my wife and my life and all that God has been doing and say, man, we are still here. We are still alive. So come on, somebody in the house, let, let me just see this. You know, I want to make sure that my lighting is okay, Vipin. Am I looking good, bro? Right? Lighting is good. It's good to see some old faces. Jui, good to see you. Vipin, good to see you. Neeraj, Saurabh, who, who, who else do we have in the house? Uh, Ashish, good to see Neville for worship. Uh, Saurabh, who else is there? Come on, let me, the Cliftons, of course. Ashwini George is in the house. My boss is in the house. You're talking My about... goodness. <laughs> Something is about to go down. Let me tell you, when the power goes before the service or when there's some disruption, I want you to know that something is about to go down in history. If you believe it, say amen. Come on. You cannot let the power supply stop us from worshiping God. You cannot let the internet stop us from worshiping God. You have to be... I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I'm really telling you, this week, it's been a tough week for me. I'm telling you, I lost one of my good friends to COVID in India. Uh, uh, and just looking back at my uh, amazing moments with this friend of mine from Delhi, uh, spent a lot of time investing into his life. And I'm telling you, when I'm saying I'm excited today because I'm really excited about being alive and uh, excited about being, uh, being in the center of God's plan, God's purpose, um, and uh, I want to really thank God for this opportunity. Ninath is my boy. Okay, that's that's basically it. I have, uh, you know, uh, I, I told him, at, bro, I have invested everything that I have in this man. Okay, that's it. Everything I've got is in him. And, you know, and, and then, you know, he's he's not just me, but I'm telling you, investment of a lot of people. But I'm saying I've really invested my, I don't know how many years we were together, seven years, Ninath, seven yeah, about eight, eight plus, yeah. Plus years. Uh, come on, good to see Elia there. I haven't seen her in person. Juhi, good to see. Good to see you. I'm telling you, I am so excited about what God is doing in this fellowship. And if you can switch on that video and you can see me, uh, you know, I just, I, I like to see faces. Uh, and I want you to know that you are actually watching me and not actually gone for a nap. All right. All right. Okay. And uh, so, yeah, we, well, you know, we, uh, we did a, a lot of crazy stuff together, reach millions of young people in India together. Uh, uh, you know, literally 2.4 million young people in 180 cities around the world. Uh, we've traveled left, le left, right, center, north, south, east, west. We have traveled to other countries, all for the sake of the gospel. Uh, and I want to say that, you know, the gospel is what has opened doors for us. The gospel is the one that has sustained us. The gospel is the one who has made us what uh, we are today. So I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, pumped about being with you guys, excited about what God is doing through. I mean, I saw this coming, uh, excited about what God is looking at you guys as leaders. Uh, it, you know, it brings me so much excitement. I bring greetings from New York City. Uh, arguably, Tim Keller says, arguably the most influential city in the world. Uh, you know, you talk about the number one city. Ninath uh, and me like a lot of fashion. I'm telling you, except for two or three brands that are out of Paris, every single brand that you can imagine. I'm being a big Armani guy. It's all out of here, guys. It's all out of New York. Uh, it's all out of, uh, uh, you know, this little island called Manhattan, the fashion hub of the world, the cultural capital of the world. Uh, you talk about finance, all the money has been printed here, guys. I'm right close to that, watching over that money. It's all out here in Wall Street. Uh, you talk about everything and anything that controls the world. And I thank God that we are here as a family to see the gospel go around from here, the most influential city, to 500 cities around the world. I bring greetings from our team in India. Ashwini George is on our team. It's been an exciting season. It's been an exciting season. I know COVID has really shaken us. Has anybody been shaken in this COVID season? My goodness, COVID has really shaken us, got the best out of us. And I, I keep saying, everything in our life that had to shake was shaken so that the unshakable will remain. I'll say that again. Everything in our life that had to be shaken 
has been shaken so that the unshakable will remain. And all that is left right now is good stuff. Okay. All that is left right now is the best stuff. And I want to say that I want to bring greetings from our team in India. Amazing stuff. They've been doing great stuff. We quickly pivoted online to reach the youngest country in the world and the most depressed country in the world with the gospel in the last four months uh, with our online chat line and our, and our initiative with mental health call. I am here to hear. We've reached, uh, you know, 5,195 conversations, not just reaching people, personal one-on-one -on -one conversations with people who've been depressed, people who are looking for help, people who've been seeking for the gospel, 5,195, 35 people gave their lives to the Lord. Come on, that's something to be celebrated. 109 people, uh, uh, you know, got the gospel presentation. 23 people received a Bible received a physical copy of the Bible in their hand. And you better be excited about that stuff. One of my friends uh, here in the U.S., uh, who is the president of the Hobby Lobby, one of the large departments, I mean, large stores here, he talks about E-R-O-I. Put that on the chat. E-R-O-I. E-R-O-I. Eternal return on investments. Eternal return on investment. Guys, you can take that cool bag. I know, Mamta, I know, Mamta, you're not going to be able to take that cool bag or that house, or for Juhi, all that cool stuff that you wear, you can't take that to heaven. You can take your house to heaven. You can't take that cool car that we've been used to have. Right, Vipin? Or do you have a new car? Yeah, I'm trying to say, you can't take your car to heaven. You can't take your stuff to heaven. You can't take that cool belt to heaven. I'm telling you, you can't take nothing to heaven. The only thing that you can take from this part of life to the other side of eternity is souls. Put that on there. Souls. Souls. Two things that matter to eternity. When a billionaire says that, you got to pay attention. Two things that matter to eternity. One, the word of God. Heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will never pass away. Two things that matter to eternity. Second, souls. People, I'm telling you, there's only one thing you can take from here to the other side of eternity. So I'm telling you, I'm challenging you, zealous church, put your time and your money and your resources and your efforts on E-R-O-I, eternal return on investment. That's what we've been passionate about, reaching young people for Jesus. So that when I get to heaven, oh my goodness, woo, that's going to be a big party out there. I'm going to be like popping my hands up, giving a lot of high fives because before I get to the gate, there's going to be tons of people saying, Bonnie, you preach the gospel to me in that school. Some mother is going to show up and say that you preach the gospel to me. Me and my son, we are both in heaven. So thank you so much. Uh, for for preaching the gospel. So I want to challenge you guys. Uh, 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 Zealous Pune, Neville Salve, Simi, Ashwini George, Ash. I'm looking at people. Johnson Fernandez. Johnson, good to see you, bro. Good to see you. I want to, I want to tell you, put your investment in EROI, not in Apple stock, not in something that's going to, not just investments in real estate that's going to blow up. Uh, I have a cool story. Last weekend, it was a crazy good story for me. Are you guys ready for story? I want some interaction. Let me just check the chat out there. All right. Are you guys ready to listen to story? Is Wiki Nagrani on this call? Yes, Wiki Nagrani is on this call. Yes. Wiki Nagrani and me, along the, uh, around the same time when Nanad was launching his church, we made a trip to the U.S. Okay. And it was uh, we had to be there for a conference, visit some people, have some meetings. Uh, and uh, one early morning, one early morning, right from New York to Dallas, we were on a plane. Uh, you know, it was a Southwest plane. It was so early that, um, my goodness, we didn't sleep properly. And, you know, when you're in a room with Wiki, Wiki snores. Just kidding. <laughs> and uh, we got on the, you know, we got to the airport, checked in, and I got into my, for some reason, we would have sat together, guys. We would have sat together. But we ended up sitting in two different uh uh, two different rows of seats. And I got a nice exit row seat. I'm like, my goodness, I'm going to just stretch my feet. I'm going to sleep into this, uh, in, in this plane. And guess what happened? There's a young man sitting on my left. Okay. And a beautiful young lady walks up, you know, nice Louis Vuitton bag, all well-dressed groom, just hidden, hidden to go to work. So I'm like, man, today, you know, something's going to happen. So, you know, but I just said hi to this guy, found out that he's a baseball, pro baseball player. Uh, oh, my brother is here. Benoit Jacob, the youngest bachelor in town, is here in this in this call. <laughs> and so let me get back to my story. Left. Uh, on the left is this baseball player. Right. I uh, said hi to her. She is an interior designer. 
and uh, uh, more than being interior designer, she's a senator's daughter. We got talking. I'm telling you, the lights went off on the plane. We took off, and the lights on our row went on. Uh, and and Vicky is sitting a few few rows ahead of me. We started talking. I started sharing sharing to them about Jesus. I started talking to them about the gospel. Ended up sharing the gospel with them, uh, understanding and uh, telling them over the story about uh, you know the whole move to New York. And before you know the plane descended, I held both their hands and uh, prayed with them. Two different strangers, and said our bye byes. And uh, two weeks later, I get a group text on Instagram. I'm like, wow, who's that? Guess what happened? These two guys connected, uh, have started dating, and last year around uh, a week after I I landed into New York, uh, I I get a call from this young man. He's saying, Bonnie, I want you to pray for me because I'm going to ask her out to marry me. And guess what happened? She she said yes. Uh, he took her to a plane, Southwest plane, in a museum, and uh, popped the ring. And she said yes. It became an insider story. Uh, you know, a week after I got in New York, here is my name and inside a magazine. Uh, uh, soon after that, it was on local television. It went all the way to up to Indian news. It was on Canada news, Asian and Canada news. I tell you, this is crazy. And uh, 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 last week, last week, I'm telling you, I got an opportunity to. uh officiate their wedding in Austin, Texas. How cool is that from sitting on a plane sharing the gospel, bringing two different people together because of the name of Jesus and now finally to you know what finally to you know marry them and I, I, I you know when I was married one of the officiants was this part of this band for all those old people in the room uh is from a band called Phillips Craig and Dean. I grew up listening to a lot of Phillips Craig and Dean. Here is Randy Phillips uh the lead vocalist of PCD and me doing the wedding together I was like man I'm, I let, let me pinch myself I often do that I'm just checking god is this real or not so that is the power of the gospel I'm talking about people coming together for the sake of the gospel get every opportunity to share the gospel because that's what matters today I'm here uh you know bring greetings from my wife one wife three boys right now you can imagine the kind of excitement whipping nose those two boys but we have one more naughty one just just kicked in Luke Andrews, Luke Jacob, uh, we're having a great time here. Winter is about to kick in, but I'm telling you, we are here passionate about preaching the gospel. Soon after I get off this call, we're going straight out to New York Times Square. I'm going to be preaching the gospel right out in the cold. Uh, we set up a whole crew, set up a whole sound system, and then we're going to preach the gospel. Soon after that, I mean, it's going to be a busy day today. So uh, that's all the introduction. Are you guys ready for the word of God? Come on, people, push up, clap your hands. You know, Wiki, you better switch on that video, man. I I, I got to see you. I got to check out if you put on weight. I got to see your face. Just look at All right. All right. I'm here talking about passion. Oh my goodness. If you've heard me, people like my goodness, you are a man of passion. And today's sermon is by the way is called Shaba Shaba. How cool is that? Shaba Shaba. Shaba 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 in the whole uh Hebrew term means swearing, but uh uh in in our context in our world shaba means fire so when double shaba is double <laughs> double portion anointing so put that on the chat shaba shaba i'm ready for some shaba every time i say some cool things that hits your heart you got to put that out there thank you juwi put that out shaba no more amens on this chat we're do we're upgrading we're moving from amen to shaba so everybody in the house say shaba shaba come on people mamta say that with me shaba esther Shaba, Whippin, Shaba, Neeraj, switch on that video, man. I got to see you. All right, that's good. The the chat's blowing up with Shaba. Hey guys, I'm here to talk about passion. I'm telling you, people look at me and say, "Man, you got a, you got a lot of passion. You got a lot of energy." And I'm telling you, you're like, you know, I want that passion. And I keep telling them, if you want the kind of passion that I have, you got to be ready. This passion is not about popping some chilies and popping some, you know, for all the people in living in America, you know, they can't take our our spices. Uh, so it's not about having some hot chilies and hot masalas in your food this fire and passion comes from going through the fire you know i've been through some rough patches even this year this year started off with a rumble this year started off with some crisis you know like i said everything that had to be shaken was shaken so that the unshakable will remain so i'm telling you this passion that we're talking about happens through going through the fire how many of you have cried this year in 2020 right i don't want to lift up your hands but i'm going to say this is my this has been my crying year guys i'm telling you i've cried more uh in 2020 than possibly all my years put together crying out of desperation crying out of having moved 
your family from a from a country to another country who's 10 times more expensive to live in one of the most expensive cities in the world to live in and then you you know the the extra word in me wants to go like hang out with people say hi fi to people take them out for coffee meet some people here i am locked up in a new york apartment uh you know not knowing what's going to happen i'm telling you it was a most tough and uh you know uh, uh, uh you know redeeming season in, in fact in my life but let me tell you these tears have increased the fire of god increased the passion for god increased uh you know i'm telling you those private testings and now turned into public testimonies put that on that chat private testing has been turned into public testimony if you've been through a crisis guys in this room if you've been through crisis ashwini george ruth johnson if the, if you this here a star over the crisis every crisis is an opportunity one of the dialects in the chinese language every time they see the word crisis they see the word opportunity winston churchill says don't waste a good crisis so this year has been a a crisis but this crisis has been my greatest opportunity i've cried out to the lord in desperation i didn't cry out for in, in front of people a lot of people said bro bro i got you I, I i got you i know you you know we're friends with i'm telling you when the crisis hit i didn't see any calls from anybody being in lonely places dark spots and i'm talking to people in this room who are going through a dark spot in your life or don't through a dark seasons in your life when you lost somebody special in your life when it's hit home i'm telling you god has heard your cry somebody needs to hear this god has heard your cry in fact the scripture says he collects your tears not a drop has fallen from your uh, from your eyes to the fr- to the ground without him seeing god has heard your cry and the bible says david says the lord heard my cry and took me out of all my trouble somebody in this room needs to listen to you listen to this word god has heard your cry and your breakthrough is on the way somebody needs to hear this your breakthrough is on the way your private testing is going to become a public testimony hey i'm sitting here in new york wondering what am i going to do in this crisis now cry out to the lord the lord gives me certain things and ideas and things and i happen to do this project called the new york blessing i don't know if you have seen this reach over half a million views right now bring in 125 voices 100 churches you know couple of months into new york city you know i was like man i don't know how to do this when god asked me to do this project and guess what happened one of my friends came and told me hey listen i know a lot of people in new york i could have introduced you to a lot of people in new york but in less than 6 months there is no way that i could have introduced you to 100 churches in new york city so somebody in those 100 churches know there's a guy there's a malu boy called Bonnie Andrews who lives in New York City when your private testing is being turned into public testimony when i get a call from the songwriter of the year the one who wrote the song waymaker sinaj calls me on one of these days during this crisis season and tells me bonnie i've been thinking of you we got to do a song together can you believe it my i know exactly what my instagram followers are probably about 5000 hers is about a million followers and her song is in a been on in a billboard charts hitting the hitting the hits calls me up and says i want to do a song together and guess what that song is almost reaching a million views right now uh, touching the world it's called always win and all that is say that when your private testing becomes a public testimony so if you're going through that testing never if you're going through that testing guys neeraj vipin ninad johnson wiki i'm telling you ashwini your private testing is going to become a public testimony what went through in the in the deepest smallest corners of your room between you and your wife and your kids now has become a global testimony the world is hearing the stories that is coming out of your bedroom when you cried out to the lord so guys your private testing is going to become a public testimony let's get let, let me get back ninad how much time do we have uh, i start off at 8:00 uh, Then, Sorry. Uh I'm asking my boss. Uh <laughs> Everybody is asking each. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, 7:10. Se- oh my goodness, my timing is messed up here. Oh 7:10. Uh, 25 more minutes. 25 25 minutes. Okay, good. That's good. All right. What is passion? Passion is a strong feeling or a desire towards accomplishing something. passion is a strong or enormous feeling or a desire to accomplish something so i got uh, guys i want you guys to pay take some notes you know write it down ashwini knows his messages but you still got to write make some notes okay ashwini you got to still make those notes i'm looking at you guys 
Esther is making some notes. I'm glad you're making some notes. I can see you. I can see you from New York, Esther. Here we go. Right. Passion. And my core text is Daniel chapter 11 and verse 32. It says, those who know their God, 11 verse 32 and B, it says, those who know their God, they shall do great exploits. Can you say that with me? Great exploits. Now, a lot of people know about Jesus, have heard about Jesus, has heard about faith, has heard about church. But today, the question that I'm asking you is, do you know Jesus? Do you know Jesus? I'm saying it's not about knowing about Jesus. Do you know Jesus? Do you have a personal relationship with him? Do you know him? I mean, I'm telling you, I've been married to my wife for 10 years. And every year, every day is like growing closer to her and understanding her more. My question here is, do you know him? Because the moment you begin to know who your God is, hey, guys, let me drop this line. It's about knowing who you are and whose you are. Put that on the chat line. It's about knowing who you are and whose you are. You are the child of the most high God. You've been made in the image and likeness of God. If you want to see how God looks like, look at Mamta. If you want to see how God looks like, look at Neville. If you want to see how God looks like, look at Ashwini, because you've been made in the likeness and the image of God. Knowing who you are, you are the child of the most high God. Come on, that better gets you encouraged and excited. Hey, a lot of people look at you and say, man, you're good for nothing. I heard that all my life. I heard that in school. I remember a teacher looking at me in my face and said, Bonnie, you will never ever make it in life. That was before Jesus. But let me tell you, when you have an encounter with Jesus, it changes everything about your life. When I was a guy, I couldn't speak in English properly, can't stand in front of people properly. My encounter with Jesus made me a radio jockey. I'm telling you, can you imagine me hosting a radio show on the largest radio station in the country? That's what Jesus does. When you stand before people and begin to speak and people look at you and say, wow, your English is good. That is a work of Jesus. When you have an encounter with Jesus, that turns your life around. My question today is, do you have an encounter with Jesus? I'm not asking about, do you know about Jesus? Not, not knowing about your mother's Jesus. Not talking about your dad's faith. Not, not talking about your grandfather's faith. I'm telling you, we have some great history to talk about in Kerala. How we were the first Indian, Indian member in an Anglican church. How we have some fancy graves out there. Let me tell you, none of those stuff is, not, is going to take me to heaven. None of those stuff counts What's happening? Your, your last name is not going to come. So I'm, I'm challenging you guys. Do you know him? Or know about God? The scripture says those who know God, they shall be strong. Guys, come on. When you begin to know who God is in your life, that's going to change your countenance. That's going to change who you are. I'm telling you, from a timid guy, from a guy who, who's not confident, who, from a guy who can stand before people, when I began to know who my God is and what my assignment is, I got excited about it. And that's what makes me who I am at this point. And when you know God, you begin to do great exploits because now you're filled with the knowledge of who God is. And now you begin to go and do some great exploits like in New York City, a couple of months into it, New York blessing. Now people want to invite me to speak in their church almost every weekend is getting booked out. Why? Because they, they haven't seen my journey. They have seen the breakthrough. But let me tell you, there is no promise without the process. Ash, there is no promise without the process. Johnson, there is no promise without the process. You and I are going through a daily process of going through the fire. To be in a place where you are helpless, but you can't move forward without God. So I'm telling you, if you've been through the fire, I'm telling you, your promise is now turned. Your process has now become a promise. And when that promise shows up, tell you, that's king size. That's big stuff. The world is going to see and say, wow, how did you do that, man? God. How did that song come about? God. How do you know so many people? God. How do you know so many influencers? God. Who is this Malayali guy from India? God. We are called to do great exploits. And that is the, the process. And I'm telling you today, the formula for passion. Are you guys ready? Purpose plus pursuit is passion. Purpose plus pursuit is passion. Put that on the chat line. Ashwin, you got to put that on the chat line. Purpose plus pursuit is passion. I'm telling you, purpose, knowing why you are, you know, what is your mission on the face of planet Earth? 
when you know what who you are and who you are and what is your assignment that gives you purpose are you guys with me the purpose of my macbook air that i'm looking at right now is to serve me and to help me with my emails and my zoom calls and whatever that the computer can help me to design posters on photoshop or whatever that is the purpose of this laptop what is my purpose what is my assignment when i know that and i begin to pursue it like no man it becomes passion and the next one i want to say passion plus vision is shaba Pla passion plus vision is history you're creating history passion plus vision i don't see some shabas on the chat line come on put that up there if you think this is a word from the lord for you put that shaba out there purpose plus pursuit is passion and passion plus vision is shaba or you're going to create history are you guys with me mamta are you with me ash are you with me ruth are you with me i know you're looking after your baby but say amen cliftons are you guys with me i'm looking at people dia matthews priyanka some people have purposely taken your names off because i'm going to call their name <laughs> all right are you guys getting what i'm trying to say purpose know your purpose and then which that uh, uh, purpose plus pursuit is passion and passion plus vision is history so i'm looking at today bunch of history makers that i can see right now that i cannot see right now but i'm saying i'm looking at you and say man you guys are going to create history because you got passion matched up with vision and you're going to create history amen if you believe it say amen put a shaba out there now let me talk about what does it i'm, I'm saying when i say man i'm i'm looking at the woman man all that i'm just saying man what is the characteristic of a man that is on a passion that's got passion when you're passionate about god i tell you you're going to be passionate about people hey guys on a 4:30 a.m. flight you want to go to sleep let me tell you that and when you're on exit row seat you really really want to go to sleep because you got a lot of leg room it's a three and a half hour flight you don't have to stop and listen or talk to somebody which is totally counter culture out here everybody puts on a headphones and then nobody wants to talk to anybody it's like please don't disturb me but that one conversation because you're so much filled with passion for god i'm like god i got to take more people for i got to plunder hell put that on the chat line plunder hell my mission is to plunder hell and populate heaven plunder hell and populate heaven so number 1 if you are a man of passion you got to be a man of prayer if you are a man of passion you got to be a man of prayer man and woman of prayer okay a prayerless man is a powerless man but a man of prayer is a man of power queen victoria said i fear the prayers of john knox than the armies of scotland raven lena ravenhill says no man is greater than his prayer life let me tell you prayer is basically knowing god talking to god having a fellowship with god not just that one hour of the day not that five minutes then you wake up and say good morning jesus and that another minute when you go to sleep goodbye jesus that's what i'm talking about you are talking to god while you're cooking talking to god when you're taking a shower that's why i like about this is a charismatic church that's the, that's what i love about my prayer language i can speak in tongues and i can speak to god all the time 24/7 at a friend of mine kolamit kamble we were on a trip together and he introduced me i like that introduction he introduced me to somebody this is this is bonnie andrews and i was on a plane i was on a train plane is later the first came bus train and then plane okay we're on a train together and he said this is my friend bonnie andrews and this is the guy who speaks in tongues while even while sleeping in the night i'm like that's a pretty cool introduction even while you're sleeping your spirit man is alive somebody excited about that the scripture says elijah was a man just like us he was a man like nanad as man like ash Uh, uh, like whipping like neera some ashwini ashwini neville just like a man man depressed man frustrated impatient man fearful man just like us anxious just like us but let me tell you whoo when elijah prayed it stopped raining when elijah prayed it started to rain if you want to be a man and a woman on passion for god 
I'm telling you, your prayers are going to matter to heaven. When Ashwini prays, something stops. When Ashwini prays, something starts. When Neville prays, some breakthrough happens. When, when Esther prays, some, something happens in heaven. God is calling people in the zealous community to be, to be man and woman of prayer. If you believe it, push that word Shaba out there. A man of prayer, a woman of prayer is a woman of power. Rena Clifton, woman of prayer. God looks at people, people look at Whippin and say, wow, Whippin's a man of prayer. Hey guys, if you are the cool dude and if you can do things on your own, you don't need prayer. Let our story be like, I know Bonnie, I know what Bonnie can do, but God through Bonnie, dude, is impossible. I'm unstoppable. Put that on the chat line and say, me and Jesus together, I am unstoppable. Me plus Jesus is equal to unstoppable. That's a Shaba moment there. I get, I'm feeling some Shaba goosebumps in my body right now. Shaba ba. <laughs> Number one, man of prayer. Number two, man of discipline. There is no disciple without discipline. Jesus said, go and make disciples. If you want to be a disciple, if you want to be a person on fire and passion for God, there's got to be discipline. Discipline. God is calling this people in this tribe. If you want to do some great things for God, 29 people on this chat line here that I can see in front of Zoom right now. And for all the people watching on YouTube, I'm telling God is calling you to lead a life of discipline. Daniel prayed three times every day. Three times. Three times. I think we can do in the New Testament church, we can pray all times because God has given us that prayer language. Rabba, Baba, you can do that anytime, anywhere, all day, all night, praying. A man of passion is a man of discipline. Are you guys with me? He fasted for 21 days, Daniel. Who in this room believes in fasting? I saw some 21 days of fasting in Zealous. I love that. Fasting is not turning the hand of God. It's not twisting the hand of God. Fasting is changing you. Put that on the chat. Fasting is changing me, not changing God. Fasting is killing the flesh. And for people who are like newcomers, are like, my goodness, what is he talking about? Flesh and all that stuff. Fasting is about killing your desires, killing every desire of the flesh and moving, to, moving from a life in the flesh to life in the spirit. Your spirit man comes alive. I'm telling you, every time you fast, something good happens on the dining table. Your wife is cooking. I mean, she didn't know. She didn't get the memo that I was fasting. She cooks a beautiful meal on the table. And I got to say, like, Jesus, did you really, really tell me about fasting? Did you really, really tell me to fast? I remember the first time I ever fasted, me and my friend went out on a prayer, on a, on a, on a prayer walk. You can call it prayer. People, spiritual people, prayer walk. And halfway we heard we were in Cochin. And halfway in our prayer, we stopped in front of a restaurant. I can hear the smell of Kerala parotta and beef fry. Uh, and I looked at this friend and said, did God speak to you? And he's asking, did God speak to you? Yeah, I said, yes, God spoke to us right now. We are breaking the fast right now. And we are going inside. I'm going to have the Kerala parotta and beef fry. For all the people, listen to me. It's the best food in heaven. When you get to heaven, guys, it's going to be beef fry everywhere. Especially the ones with coconut oil. Can you believe it? I love coconut oil so much that my shampoo, I'm, I'm looking into the supermarket. I, I, I go to places here to find out what are the best products with coconut, virgin coconut oil in it. That's how committed I am to my roots. Man of prayer, man of discipline, fasting, guys, fast. Every time I fast, something happens. Breakthrough happens. I'm launching a vision here on Monday here in New York City to reach 100 nations New York is the most diverse city in the world. Every nation. One, one place called Flushing has 200 nations living in that one locality. It's like Baner. Imagine a place like Baner has got 200 nations. That's how, that's how New York is. 600 languages are being spoken in a subway on a daily basis. The most diverse city. So we launch an vision on Monday to reach 100 nations in New York City. It's called United Nations. 
And I've been fasting and praying and asking God, God, I can't do it on my own. I need you. And every time I fast, oh my goodness, people who have never called me starts calling me. Breakthrough starts coming in. Money that never was there, money starts coming in. People can't sleep without doing something for you. When you begin to fast, you begin to align with God. And this is my formula here. Put that on that chat. Alignment equals acceleration. Alignment equals acceleration. God's plan and destiny for you is acceleration. And when you fast, you kill the desires of the flesh, the things of the flesh, the things that your mind, little brain can cook up and you connect directly onto that one terabyte speed link. And then you jump in on that little Maruti 800 car that we used to have and drive on the rickety road. Suddenly you jump on that Noida Express where you can't even believe it is your little car that is driving so smooth. And that is your destination. God's plan for you is to live a life of acceleration. But unless you align, you will not see acceleration. The, the journey for the people of Israel was 11-day trek to the promised land, but it took 40 years. Why? Because they decided to live a life of the flesh, go around and make decisions on their own, went around in circles. What could have been 11 days? That's like me walking, and then I started to walk from Pune all the way to Kerala, taking 11 days. We imagine 11 days from, from, from Pune to Kerala for 40 years. That's what happened. Alignment equals acceleration. Number three, I got it wrong fast. Maybe I don't. A man of passion is going to be a man of the word. A man of passion is going to be a man of the word. Guys, it's one thing to talk about somebody else's message. It's one thing to talk about Nanat's message from last week. It's one thing to talk about somebody else's message, somebody else's quote. Let me tell you, you got to dig your own wells, boys. You got to dig your own wells, girls. Stop drinking from other people's water. God is calling people in this room, all these leaders in this room. You got to go dig your own well. Draw your own water. You can't live your life based on somebody else's message. That one revelation the not had, one verse, he's going to blow it up into a 45-minute message. And are you telling me that you're going to live on that 45-minute message for the rest of the week? Pity. Go dig your own well. Start reading the Word of God. The Word of God is the greatest prophecy. Stop chasing after prophets. Start reading the Word of God. The Word of God is the number one prophetic word for you. People's prophecies will change. I'm telling you, they're just... Human beings is you and I stepping out and walking in faith. They're not uh, whipping, just push, tell me the timelines. I'm sorry, I'm just on a whole different clock and kind of. You never tell a Malayali preacher, pray as the Lord leads, because we're going to be here for a long time. You're going to be having a man of the word. Joshua said, How can a young man keep his way pure? By meditating the word of God day and night. What is meditation? Thinking and rethinking what you're already thinking. Put that on the chat. Meditation is thinking and rethinking. Come on, Neville, you can do it. Thinking and rethinking what you're already thinking is meditation. Vipin, just because you're the host doesn't mean you can't take notes. You better take notes, brother. I'm going to call you. A man of passion is going to be a man of the word. The word's going to, you know, you press your stomach like, I'm the one who puts my kid to my new boy to sleep. He sleeps peacefully. But I'm telling you, after he's had a good feed, if I press his stomach too much, I'm telling you, milk is going to come out of his mouth because it's going to come out. I'm telling you, that's how you and I, people of zealous community, God is saying when they press you, when they crush you, the word of God is going to come out. When they pester you, the word of God is going to come out. When they persecute you, the word of God is going to come out because you and I are called to be people of the word. The devil doesn't care about your words. The only thing that can stop the devil is the word of God. When Jesus was tested in the wilderness, he didn't say that. He didn't say stuff. He said he just started quoting scriptures. The word of God on your lips is a powerful weapon. This has been a crazy year where a lot of men of faith have fallen and it has shaken me to the core. And I'm telling you, how can you be a man of passion and still be on a mission? you got to be a man who fears God. 
When the fear of God is missing in your life, I'm telling you, you have nobody to fear. When you know that your sin and your actions have got consequences to God and to people. It changes everything. Are you guys with me? God is looking for people who has fear of God in their life. People who fear God. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is a beginning of wisdom. When you fear God, it is not the fear that you're going to, he's, he's going to kill you. It's a fear of awe and reverence because you love him. You want to obey him. You want to live for him. And as young people in this room, how can you stay pure? As you look at these preachers who have fallen and you're like, wow, how did that happen? I'm telling you, you and I are one step away from any of those mistakes. And it is the grace of God, number one. For me, how can I stay pure and how can I stay strong? Number one, the grace of God. Number two, the fear of God. Number three, the fact that I am covenanted in marriage with my wife. Three of those things. But starts with the fear of God, the grace of God, and then a covenant with my wife. Say that, hey, this is the woman that God has put in my life. And I'm going to stay faithful. Last one, a man of prayer, a man of passion is going to be a man of faith. Hey, guys, faith is a language of heaven. This is my favorite thing. Faith will cause you to take risks that nobody else has ever taken. Hey, I'm telling you, when people tell me a vision, if it's not big enough, if it's not something that nobody has ever done, I'm getting excited about it. If it's something that everybody else is doing, if it's something, if it's small enough, I don't feel challenged enough to do it because I'm telling you, faith in the real world is risk. R-I-S-K. Put that on the chat. Faith equals risk. You ask a Marwadi guy, what are you doing? I'm taking risks. You ask a man of man and woman of prayer, man and woman on passion, you say that I'm taking a step of faith. My family and I, we took a step of faith to come out from New Delhi to New York. It sounds all fancy, but let me tell you, it was a big step of faith. To move into a currency that is an economy. People said, did you hear Dallas? Did you hear Pennsylvania? Because it's going to be half the price. But living in Manhattan. But when you step out in faith, I'm telling you, you create history. And today I'm looking at people, a zealous community. I'm looking at Johnson, Esther, Neville, Ashish, Mamta, Ash, Neeraj. I'm looking at people and say, you are called to create history. Rena Clifton, Alice, Ashwini George, Dia Matthews, you are called not to live a life of survival. You are called to thrive in Jesus' name. God is calling you. Faith is the language of heaven. The Bible says without faith, it is impossible to please God, which is why Hebrews chapter 11 talks about the guys who did some cool stuff. It all started happening because they were passionate people. And don't tell me about your passion. Don't show me your passion. Passion is about practical life. Passion has to show in practical life. Hey, if I was just talking stuff and Gyan, but you look back and see what Bonnie Andrew, God has done through Bonnie Andrews. It is not just talk. It's about action. People can feel it. People can, people can touch it. People can visibly see people. Look at Nanad. It's an investment into a young man's life. You can feel him. And now he's become a blessing to hundreds and thousands of people. Hebrews chapter 11 says, by faith, Abraham. By faith, Noah. By faith, Moses. Faith is such an important piece because faith is listening to God. And because you know that he will not leave you, you step out and create history. So I want to go back as I close this. I'm looking at people maybe possibly who's never seen me before, never heard me before. You've heard all these great stories from another. I'm here to tell you, Jesus loves you. Bottom line. He loves you more than your father, mother, brother, sister, husband, wife, boyfriend, girlfriend. He loves you with an everlasting love. He loved you so much that he went on the cross to die for you. And whatever junk that you've done to the last second, whatever stuff that you did last night, this morning, God is ready to forgive you. And he wants to give you a brand new start. So you've never asked Jesus. As I said, it's not about knowing about Jesus. It's about knowing Jesus. So I'm asking you in this room, anybody in this room, anybody listening to me on YouTube are probably going to see me tomorrow or later. I'm asking you, if you have never asked Jesus to come into your life, he wants to give you a brand new start. He wants to give you a brand new life. And he wants to ask, come into your life and create a new future, and a new purpose. So that you would be on fire for God, just like me, passionate for God, and you will going to do some great things for God. So if that is you, 
Lift up your hands. And if you want to recommit your life, if you've been far away from God, there's been a tough week for you. There's been a tough season for you to step away. I'm telling you, life without Jesus is going to be impossible in the middle of this crisis. But let, let me tell you, life with Jesus in this crisis is going to be history because Jesus, Peter walked on water and created history. So if you're that person, I want to ask you, lift up your hands and say that, yes, that's me, Lord. I want to ask you to come into my, recommit my life and say, Jesus, can you just pray, repeat this prayer with me? Everybody in this room, Jesus. I know that I'm a sinner, but today I believe that you went on the cross for me by the blood of Jesus. All my sins are washed away. Jesus, come into my life. Make me a new person in Jesus name. And if you repeat that prayer with me, I'm telling you something has shifted. Eternal life has become your, your inheritance. Come on, give a big clap for all those people who've made that prayer. My next call is who in this room feels like this word was from me. God is not living, asking me to live a life of normalcy. He's not living, asking me to live a life of survival. He's asking me to live a life of passion to do some great exploits that the world will become a better place. My workplace will be different. My spheres of influence will be different. My church will be different. My leaders will be different. People around and in and around your life will be different. And God is calling you today. To be passionate for God and passionate to love people. Passionate for God and passionate to love people. And if that is you, and say that, yes, Lord, that is me. I want to see a thumbs up and say that, yes, that is me. That, was, that word was for me. I received that word. I received that word and say, yes, God is not asking me to live a life of survival. He's asking me to live a life of fire and passion. That is what I call the Shaba Shaba life. A life that is full of passion, full of creating exploits for God. If that is you want to pray for your father in the name of Jesus right now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. I feel the anointing. I feel the anointing. I feel the anointing. Come on, Mamta. This is your moment. Come on, Ashish. Come on, Jorian, Ash, Neville. I see you. Neville, you're just going to jump up the hurdles that are in front of you. You're going to see some things that you have. You're going to do some things as you step out and receive this word. I see you jumping over a hurdle. Every hurdle that is in front of you, God is causing you to jump over. Simi, God is knitting a brand new story through your life. He's taking the junks of the past. He's taking, he's rewriting a new story where your private testing is going to become a public testimony. I look at Esther and I feel like God is about to do something so deep that you're going to start writing those things and people are going to read it. It's going to be in the form of a blog or maybe it's going to be in the form of an article or maybe a book that God is about to dream and bring about through you. That God is about to bring things out of your life to touch the lives of people. Saurabh, Whippin, Neeraj. I thank you, Jesus, for Neeraj, that you're causing him to be so full of the word, so full of power. And even as the Lord would send you out into some other place, you would carry the vision and the passion of God. I'm looking at people like Johnson. Johnson, get ready for a new season. I see 2.0 kicking off in your life. Isaiah 43, 18, 19. Forget the former things. Do not hold on to the past. I'm doing a new thing. It is springing forth. Do not perceive it. I'm making a way in the desert. Streams in the wasteland. I'm looking at men and women of God in this room. And I'm prophesying over you. Come on, guys. Enough of living the normal life. It's time to step up and say, God, I want to live one life and I want to live out loud. One life, I want to plunder hell and populate heaven. And if that is you, just pray this with me. Jesus, I'm tired of normalcy. But today, I received this word and I, I, I changed my gear. And I want to move into a life of passion. A life that is going to impact the lives of people, not only in Pune, but around the world. Thank you for the presence of God. I just thank you for the presence of God. God is touching people. Mamta, God is touching. I, I feel like God is touching Juhi with the baby right now. Pray for this little one. God is opening up your view of your womb. Alina, Stanley, Priyanka, I pray over these people right now. In the name of Jesus, rise up to the fullness of God. Man and woman of passion and mission. That you're going to create history. 
Nanat Salve, you're going to create history. Whipping Abraham, you're going to create history. Simi, you're going to create history. Esther, you're going to create history. Saurabh Talore, you're going to create history. Ashwini George, you're going to create history. Johnson, you're going to create history because you are stepping up and saying, God, not on my watch. Not on my watch, but I'm ready. Thank you, Jesus. I bless this church right now. I bless the visionaries. Let it explode. Let it multiply. Let there be multiple congregations. Open up new cities, new nations in the name of Jesus. If you receive that word, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise and put some Shabbos on the chat so that know that God has touched you. Today is a pivotal day in your life. I feel that something has shifted. I feel for people in this room, something has shifted. Whipping Abraham, something has shifted in your life. I'm telling you prophetically, something has shifted from today forward. Something has shifted. Ashwini George, Juhi Miglani, something has shifted. We give all the glory. Come on, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Thank you so much for having me. Wasn't for you, I wouldn't have woken up early in the morning and done this, but for you, baby, anytime, all day, everywhere, anywhere. Thank you guys for this opportunity. Love you guys. Bye-bye and live out loud and a big Shaba Shaba. Come on, put that on the chat. Shaba Shaba. Love you guys. Wow. Thanks, Bonnie. Thank you so much for stirring our hearts. I think, uh, thank you for challenging us. Uh, I like what Johnson put up in chat. Uh, today is the last uh, core value that we're covering up. And I think this has been a beautiful uh, culmination and an end to this entire series that we have been on over the last uh, few weeks. Guys, uh, if you have been encouraged, I, I know you, Bonnie has been very uh, intentional in asking us to put our learnings in chat, but uh, we're going to take maybe two, two thoughts or two questions uh, that you just want to throw at Bonnie. Uh, if, you, if you have uh, your thought ready or your question ready, uh, let's just put it out there in chat. If you know you have a question, if you know have or a suggestion, I think, I think Ash, your hands are ready. So just unmute yourself, just go for it. All the, this chat has got a lot of sermons in it. Okay, somebody, somebody capture that chat. <laughs> Go for Hi, it, Ash. Hi, Bonnie. Good to see you, Ash. Just wanted to quickly ask, uh, alignment, what does that mean for you? Can you expound a little bit more? Yes, alignment is basically walking a life that is pleasing to God, in line with God. You know, you and I, I'm a very excited guy. I can really jump ahead of God or I can be too slow that I'm, be, I'm behind God. But living a life of alignment is walking daily in the plans and purposes of God. That starts off with a prayer in the morning saying, God, lead me. And you begin to walk in alignment. And if you want to see, you know, I'm telling you, there's a lot of, you know, it's, it's like you go out on a, on a, on a, uh, uh, a good day in Delhi and you come back, if you're wearing a white shirt, you come back with a lot of carbon stuff on your on your shirt because, you know, that's a kind of pollution that is there in our city. I'm from Delhi. Like in the morning, you come back, you become so polluted with the ways and thinking of the world that you need to come back home and de-cleanse yourself. And one of the ways of walking in alignment is to, is to fast and pray. And automatically the things of the flesh I just flown out the way, ways and things that you think about is going, but you're walking in obedience. So walking in alignment is walking in obedience. But how do I how do I know I'm um, I'm in alignment and I'm walking? Yeah, but there is a great book called the Bible, and the full form of Bible is basic instructions before leaving Earth. So when you read, you know, I'm telling you, I have a new uh, vacuum cleaner. I don't know what to do with that. So it's a Dyson vacuum cleaner. What am I going to do? I'm going to read the manual and figure out what is the, what, how do I do these things? How do I fit this? Because spend a bit of money on that. I don't want to mess it up. So I have to read the manual to find out what is the purpose of this vacuum cleaner? What does this button mean? So reading, this book is a good idea. It's called the Bible, basic instructions before leaving out. I hope that helps you, bro. Cool hairstyle, by the way, and glasses. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Thanks, Ash. Thanks, Bonnie. Hey, guys, anyone, we'll take one more of any feedback or thought about tonight's word. This is your moment, guys. Uh, if you have to see some feedbacks on the chat, if you can't talk, I mean, just to. Yeah. Then, like, like we did this, like we did this last time. If you have this one takeaway from tonight, uh, just feel free to drop it up in chat. 
funny i have a question uh not not every time uh everyone is as loud and as excited as as how you have been naturally tailored and been built right uh how how does passion look like for somebody who's an introvert you know how does passion look for somebody who's more on the quiet side but they're still passionate you know how how do you still stay true to your passion and for that particular segment of people passion is not about talking loud passion is not about not about living loud it is about i said purpose and pursuit is passion so when That's you so, know yeah. what your purpose is and you begin to pursue it it becomes passion and how can you see passion when it flows out i've seen in my life hiring different types of people different personalities whether you are a sanguine who's talking all the time as your choleric or whether you are a extremely nerdish person very bookish person or uh, intelligent types whatever your personality type that is who god made you don't complain about you know why i could be like him why could be like you be you and when you walk in your purpose and you pursue that purpose it is not about loudness it is about what does that passion accomplish you see the fruit of that coming on that ground and you see that wow this is the fruit of passion i mean i know they're not this loud but he's not as loud as me look at a person like whipin i'm saying he's very passionate about everything that he does but look at how do i measure the passion is it because you know if i talk for 10 minutes he'll say yes or no for 1 minute so it's a 1 is to 10 ratio but look at the fruit of the passion is is something that we can see right now right managing out of panic when the current you know when the power failure happened but look at him he's calm and collected excuse me guys we're going to be back soon we're going to be all sorted out i'm telling you this word had to come through that's why the devil tried everything to stop us but the word came so passion is not about being loud passion is about purpose plus pursuit that people begin to see the fruit of your passion and they say that wow that is a fruit of passion that is somebody passionate about god that's so good so good right i think i think we have two people auntie asha uncle sandy have you raised your hand uh, feel free to unmute yourself and you can ask a question unless you just press that by mistake that's fine <clears throat> but bani that's a good one thank you thank you for bringing in that balance on that as well uh, i think we have a question on chat we'll take that and maybe you can move on to the other things how do we know our passion is not out of emotion but by the spirit what do we do to live out not on emotions it's there on chat if you want to read it again how do we know a passion is not out of emotion but so that's what i said passion if it is coming out of your purpose is going to be uh, you know if it is coming out of your purpose so the question is is not of emotion see I'm, that's what i'm telling you if it is it could start at emotion okay it could start at emotion but what gets started in the flesh through the lord will end up in the spirit so what you started in the flesh you're not sure what you're doing it's all a step of faith guys i'm telling you it's all a step of faith christian life is a life of faith so you step out into what you know the little that you know right now you step into that and and then you say to the lord god i am stepping out in faith lead me and when you are you telling me that as a father when my son tells me to lead me i will take him on a different direction no so that emotion it might start off in emotion but it'll end up in passion because i'm going to be led by the spirit of god where the emotion that's what fasting does it takes your thing of the flesh and puts on the thing of the spirit that you become come out so it might start off with emotion because without emotion there's no worship without emotion there is nothing you start at emotion but you end up full of passion full of pursuit in the spirit it's nice it's nice right thank you thank you johnny for that question johnny so much for bringing so much clarity uh to all that you have said uh i'm i'm saying this uh i've have to sit back and look at the last 5 weeks it's amazing how god has been continually speaking uh one common line to all of us kind that you know that these are timely talks that are coming you know it's it's these are timely values that we uh not just fancy words to be put up on our websites but uh you know principles to live by uh principles that we can really embody through everything that we put our heart and our hands into so so thank you so much bonnie for for kind of bringing a a proper close to the core value series i'm i'm glad you i'm glad we we picked up passion for you rather you decided to pick up passion uh i i've given bonnie an option to to speak on generosity 
maybe for another day we can hear him his crazy yeah. stories on generosity uh maybe that we should do that when you are you are here in pune in person that's right man we live on that <laughs> we're so glad you've been listening in if you'd like to know more about us follow us on insta at zealous pune or visit us online at zealous.community